This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Dr- oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> You're Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anna's Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anna's Cantor. And you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning and welcome to episode three, four, four, four of the Down to Dunk podcast. I'm Luke, joined this morning by Andrew, Andrew, Taylor, Andrew, and special guest Alex Spears. Oh, how'd you be mash day? mash day? What is that? Hi, Alex. That's uh, how are you doing in Japanese? <laughs> Happy, we teach us. Hajime Mashte. Hajime Mashte? <laughs> I did three semesters of Japanese, and that's the only word I learned. <laughs> three semesters. Hajime Mashte. Hajime Mashte. That's great. Uh, so the Thunder have done really weird things lately. They beat the Mavericks uh, 92 to 91 on just a ridiculous performance from Russell Westbrook. They were down 13 with like three minutes to go and still won just stupid then the magic they basically did the same thing where they just played awful uh and then let's see they were outscored 31 to 24 in the second quarter 33 28 in the third quarter and then they went 30 and 20 in the fourth and then won in overtime they were just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and it's all on the back of russell westbrook against the magic he went 57 13 and 11 which is the most points scored while having a triple-double. It's ridiculous. And he should be... I mean, I was on the fence about the MVP, and I thought that Harden probably deserved it a little bit more. These performances, they should sway the MVP vote because he's taking a team that basically showed up unprepared and really unwilling to win, and he willed them to win anyways. And I'm not sure who else in the league could do what he did. So I think that he... The Magic game was the biggest comeback in Thunder history. In Thunder history, a team that's had Kevin Durant and James Harden on the team. It was? Yes. Down 21. Wow. It's crazy. Down 20 was the last one. That is crazy. And he also passed KD for most 40-point games as a Thunder player. Yeah. What? And he's going to pass him next year for most amount of points. And he's, like pa- and he's already passing for better man. Yeah. Yeah. Better person. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Best man, better man. Best man, better man. Uh, can I read some stats? Please. Please. Can I hear some stats? Yes. Please. Please. We need those sweet stats. So not only is he averaging 31 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 1.7 steals, on, and he's shooting 33.6% from three, which I, people are like, oh, well, that's not very good. For Russell Westbrook, that's really good. Yeah. And for the amount that he's shooting... Uh, it's really good. And he also is averaging a triple-double, and he leads the league in scoring. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. He has 38 triple-doubles. So he's ninth in total rebounds among everybody in the whole NBA. He has more total rebounds than DeMarcus Cousins. That's really just stupid. He's third in total assists. He's first in total points. He's 18th in minutes per game. 18th. He plays the same amount of minutes that Wes Matthews plays for the Dallas Mavericks. The other thing... Harden, I think, is third in minutes <coughs> minutes played uh, this season. Yeah, it's crazy. First in PER, 
He has a 30.6 PER. Harden has a 27.7 PER. He's first in assist percentage. He's has, his assist percentage is 56.9. Harden is 51.2. He's first in usage at 41.8, which I think a lot of people think, oh, that's not very good. To do what he's doing, to be first in PER, to be first in all these things, and to be and to have the highest usage rate, like that's incredibly impressive. Uh, he's 14th in overall defensive rating among players, which makes no sense, but he is. <laughs> his clutch stats are crazy. So his offensive rating in the clutch is 116, and his defensive rating is 92. Compared to James Harden, his offensive rating in the clutch is 113, and his defensive rating is 110. Wow, he sucks. He must be awful. James Harden like my voice sucks. Right now. Um, so their net rating in the clutch, 24.7 for Russ, 2.7 for Harden. Uh, Harden not, sucks. <laughs> Harden sucks. <laughs> right. I don't want to. I don't want it to make make it seem like Harden sucks. But I, I do. Want, he does but, I, but I do want people to understand that Russ is having just a ridiculous season. He's Russell Westbrook's usage rate while he's having this 116 offensive rating and 92 defensive rating is 62.5% in the clutch. Harden's is 49.8%. So he's not doing as much in the clutch, which is, but he's still doing like everything, which is 49.8%. He he is seventh in offensive win shares in which Harden is number one. Russell Westbrook's eighth in defensive win shares. Eighth among all the players in the NBA and Harden's 16th. He's first in box score plus minus. He's at 15.1 plus and Harden's 10.3. So there's a massive difference between the two. He's number three in defensive box score plus minus. He has the same or almost the same defensive box score plus minus as Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert's 4.6. Russ is 4.5. Again, that makes no sense. Like these defensive numbers make no sense at all. Like that doesn't really pass the eye test, but it's still happening. That means there are things happening that we're not seeing. They're ghost, right. ghost defensive plays. <laughs> I refer to them as. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's number one in value over replacement player. At 11.1, and Harden is number two, but he's at 8.4. So there's a massive gap between those two. And he also gets MVP chance on the road. On the road. Yeah. You listen to like your TV. If like all you heard was the audio from the game, you would think that they were at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Like but Rob Hennigan's definitely getting fired. <laughs> like yes. if, if the Orlando <laughs> Magic are up 21 and Russ comes back and beats them and the Magic fans are chanting MVP, <laughs> Rob Henney. You can never, you can make an <laughs> argument that Rob Hennigan at one point in that game felt like he could keep his job and then yeah. just felt like it was ripped away like, from him. Oh no. It was crazy. Russ uh, fired him. Russ has been so impressive. And I think that he's the most valuable player. I think that in most years that you give it to the player that has 50 wins or 60 wins or is the best team in the league or whatever. But Russell Westbrook, what he's doing is unprecedented. No one's ever done this. No one's ever done this much. No one has ever done this well with the kind of team that he has. There's no other facilitator on this team. And that's partly why he's averaging a triple-double. But there's no one else that can do what he's doing on this team. Their backup point guards are maybe the two worst backup point guards in the NBA. Victor Oladipo is down to 2.5 assists from his uh, career average of almost four. Russell Westbrook is doing everything, and the Thunder are still winning, and they're still outperforming um, what their predicted record was going to be. It's ridiculous. He's the MVP. But, yeah, I think it's weird how he gets 
you know, he's doing everything on his own and that gets held against him. Whereas like in the past, like I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast yeah. and he was talking about, well, I just think an MVP should come from a contender except for that time when I voted for Kobe in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's yeah. like, you know, that was just like so amazing. It's like, well, look at Westbrook. Like it's the same. Sometimes there's performances that like go beyond like team performance. Yeah. That are just like so amazing because people act like, well, of course he's doing this. It's like, no, no, of course not. No, <laughs> yeah. this is incredible. <laughs> this, this is the second youngest team in the NBA. Yeah, like leading. just because he's an all star and like a top five player doesn't mean he should just be able to go out and do this every single night. Like that would have happened more in history then if that were the case. Right. Yeah. You know, and the fact that he's playing all 82 games, which credit to Harden, too, because he's doing that as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I feel like the only the re- the best argument, obviously, for Harden is the wins. But that's why I like to bring Kawhi into it because I feel like if you make it a three-man race or a four-man race, then you can always come back with, well, Kawhi has more wins than Harden, so why don't we just go with right. him? And he's yeah. playing on both ends. Yeah. Two-way player. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, you know, I've heard the – so what you said, like people say – people use Russ doing it all on his own against him. But I've heard people say Harden does it all on his own in a positive way for the Rockets. Yeah. Like he's doing everything for this team and they're the three-seed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny. Like you just, you, it just depends on the player. Right. And it depends on. And you're right. The only argument against Westbrook now is Harden's wins, team wins. Yeah. And that's important. But like, what if, what if the Rockets are like 53 wins at the end of the season and Thunder are like 49? Is that really important? You know, or 48? Only yeah. a five game difference. And no, Russ be, had a way better season. Yeah, that'll be more than that. But I still think that Russ had the better season. I think that he's the most valuable player. When you look at the most valuable player at face value, mm-hmm. who has had, who has given the most value to their team? It's obviously Russell Westbrook. I think LeBron James is still the best player in the league, but he has not been the most valuable player in the NBA. He's mm-hmm. obviously taken a lot of this regular season off, even though he's played more minutes than Russ and he averages more minutes than Russell Westbrook. You can tell that he's not going full speed. Uh, Russell Westbrook's going full speed every night. He is, he, I just, I don't know. I was on the fence, and I even thought that Harden probably deserved it more. But just watching those last two performances, and I know that the Mavs and the Magic are not good, but to drag that team to wins down thirteen to three minutes left, I just don't think there's anybody else this season that can do that. How um, surprised were you when you saw Nate Duncan come out for Westbrook? I'm still surprised. Like I expect, like when I listen to their show, I expect him and Danny to go against Russ at any time. I know. Me like too. I just, <laughs> I, I don't expect this to continue, but it does. Like, the, and I don't, I, fi- I don't find myself agreeing with them on player evaluation a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think they're they're definitely right about this. It's all about what are you contributing to your team, and it's not. I don't know. I, I just think that he has elevated a lot of players. I think. In the role that Victor Oladipo is in, he has elevated Victor Oladipo into to being like the best version of whatever that is, which is a three and D player. Um, I think Stephen Adams has been really off and on this season, which has made it a lot harder for Russell Westbrook because he's not he's hasn't been that steady defensive presence that he's mm-hmm. supposed to be, mm-hmm. and that's why he's having to like have all these comeback wins. He has no backup. I mean, they might as well. I mean. They have the basically a bottom five player coming into back of Russell Westbrook. He's really, really bad. Um, and that <laughs> is not helpful to him. It's not helpful to him at all. And to his credit, he's still winning games. We can talk about Samaj if you guys want to. <laughs> he has bad backups all year, and he's still only playing, not playing as many minutes as Harden and, right. and these other guys. And that's a credit actually, to Billy Donovan. Because yeah. if you're Billy Donovan, 
Like, how much do you just want to play him 40 minutes? Yeah. He'd be averaging 38, 12, and 12 if he played. 48, 15, and 17. (laughs) (laughs) Good good numbers. Numbers Um, you got, it's But it's been ridiculous. It's been absolutely ridiculous. He deserves the MVP. People are like, well, look at the efficiency of James Harden. Check out all the numbers. Like, well, I checked out all the numbers, and they all say Russell Westbrook. I like, think I, I think it's starting to swing Russell Westbrook. It should. Especially this past week. I've really been seeing a lot of, a lot of heat for Russ. It, it, sh- it should. I just I, I think that wins is the only argument. And like Alex said, wins is the only argument. And whenever mm-hmm. you do bring Kawhi into it, I mean, what do you do? I mean, Harden has been really good. But people refuse to talk about the Mike D'Antoni bump that he gets. Like his stats are really good. But look at every point guard that's ever played under Mike D'Antoni. Their stats are really good. Mm-hmm. He's getting that bump. And not not to say that he's not a great player and that he's undeserving of the MVP. He's very deserving of the MVP. Uh, but not in this particular season. I think it's Russell Westbrook. Has this season been the most fun Thunder season? Has this been as fun <laughs> as we predicted it would be? Uh, I don't think it, I don't think we we didn't think that this was possible, right? No, no, not this. We thought this season would be fun, I think, but we yeah. did not expect like, oh, there's going to be like real <laughs> awards or like rewards for this team by the end of it, you know? Yeah, like Russ is going to have Russ is going to get the triple double record at this point, right? Yeah, he might get MVP, it's, and it's they crazy. might be the four seed. It's crazy. It's still possible. David Locke, who's the host of the Utah Jazz yeah. Radio, says that he's pretty confident the Jazz are going to be the sixth seed. It's crazy. The man. sixth seed? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't that be really interesting to see the Rockets and Jazz play in the first round? Yeah. Such differing styles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for a Capella Gobert matchup. Oh, it's going to be intriguing. <laughs> oh, the defensive wind shares are going to be all over the place. Unbelievable. Dvorp? Give me uh, a break. Give, get that Dvorp out of here. Don't even talk to me about Dvorp with those guys. Don't even get me started Don't on Dvorp. Don't get me started. <laughs> so let's move on to our top five power rankings. This week, our top five power rankings from a request. What? Um, I didn't know how what to say words? it. God. I didn't know how to say it. Got what? Job, man. It's a request from at Stephen M918 who wants us to rank our top five Rusticulous three pointers. Top five power rankings. Okay, so I've got <laughs> I've got the magic three pointer number one. He was really, yeah. oh, really no. no, no, come on now, come on, come on, oh, 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 hey, oh, hey, to force oh, overtime oh, in a game where they were down twenty one. Oh, he's like double teamed when he was asked about that shot. They said, "Did it, it feel good when you lift your fingers?" <laughs> Who asked that? <laughs> Alex's response was, "Oh, <laughs> he said. Ooh. He said I didn't have any idea. He said I didn't know. I couldn't see. I couldn't see where the ball was going after I shot the ball. Oh, I don't believe that. That's what he said. <laughs> he was double teamed. He couldn't see. I think that was a ridiculous shot. Obviously, they don't win the game without that shot. It was stupid. What do you have, number one? Uh, 
2013. Oh, I thought we were just doing this season. Oh, oh. I was doing all time. All time. Let's do all time, all baby. Time. Well, I throw out some, and you just tell me how you feel. About I have it. a top five for this whole season. Oh, you do? We'll do that, and then I'll tell you my past favorites. Okay. Number two and number three versus the Boston Celtics. So there's a minute 15 left. The Thunder are up three. He hits this three on Marcus Smart. He basically is ISOing on Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's right in his grill, and he hits a three. And then the next possession... Um, Avery Bradley is right up on him. He hits another three right in his face to basically win the game. Disrespect. Um, and then against the Jazz. So he hits a three, uh, a step back three over George Hill to put the Thunder within, what is it, within four. So, it, well, the score was 106 to 102. He hits a three, put him within one. And then on the other side, Gordon Hayward misses that three. Russ grabs the rebound, goes the full length of the court and then George Hill fouls him on a layup and the thunder win the game, which I thought was ridiculous. His three pointer set that up. So I guess I really just have four, but I thought that those were just ridiculous. <laughs> those uh, are ridiculous. So now let's jump in the time machine. Ooh. Oh, too much, too much, too much. Sorry, sorry. That's what mine sounds right, like. Time travel isn't easy. Uh, okay, so this is a, a top three. Okay. Number three, game three, OKC Memphis 2014. Now, OKC would go on to lose in overtime, so that's why it's number three. Mm-hmm. But 26.6 seconds left. OKC's down 85 to 81. Russ gets an N1 three pointer where he flops on like Tony Allen and comes like crashing down. Like it was totally his fault. And he falls and like hits his shoulder, but he makes it and he gets the N one to tie it up with twenty six seconds left. In that same series, didn't didn't Kevin Durant get an N one three pointer to tie a game in another game to yeah, send it to overtime out of bounds in the corner? Yes, yeah. yes. On Mark oh, yeah. God, that, that series was so that was like the diarrhea inducing. It was. It was. Oh God. <laughs> um, it was the. They had like double and triple overtimes. Like yeah, almost yeah. every game. every game. Oh, that was. That was so stressful. I remember, <laughs> I remember carrying around a ball during that whole series and just like aggressively bouncing this ball while I'm watching the game. <laughs> what? Just Where were you? Where people would let you do that? Uh, in my bedroom. Oh, so no one had to. It let was. You. <laughs> oh, never mind. You Where were you going? Pretty, uh, short carpet. If it's bouncing back up, good. <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your carpet situation? It wasn't a basketball. <laughs> It was like oh. a, it was like one of those giant balls that you win like in okay. at, like oh, some okay. amusement park. Well, seriously though, what's your carp suit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, number two was actually at Orlando in 2015. This was the game where Katie goes down, hits a game tying three with 13 and a half seconds left. Oladipo comes down, yeah. hits it right right immediately, yes. hits a three with 3.9 seconds. Then Russ comes down, is like five feet out from the half court line. Two guys double teaming him. He just throws up a prayer and it goes in and it yeah. goes into overtime. Was that not the first game of the season? It was maybe last the, season. It was last season. It was maybe the second game of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. It was like very start of the season. Yeah, that game was all the Orlando games were I'll crazy. Let you know, right? Yeah, they really were. And then, huh? I'll let you know. Thanks. And then the the my number one, 2013, at home against Golden State. This was in overtime, so it was 112, 110. It's the last play of the game. Katie gets it. They double him. He passes it to Serge. Serge bricks like an elbow jumper. <laughs> Russ comes in from the three-point line, crashes the boards, get a hand on it. It gets knocked out of bounds. Robertson dives, catches it, throws it over his head, 
Russell Westbrook gets it, goes into the corner, and acts like he's going to turn to Katie, and then just turns around and shoots a three. Yes. And he won the game with like 0. 0.7 seconds left. And Igudala is defending him on that play, right? Yeah. And he hits it over Iggy. Because that was a game that Iggy hit a huge three, too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. It's the best crazy. thing about all these highlights, though, is I was on YouTube, and they keep cutting to the bench, and it's always short-haired Stephen Adams there. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this Yo. guy? <laughs> <laughs> who is this young gentleman? <laughs> he looks incredibly different from when he came yeah, into the league for so many reasons. He looks way better. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks. He, he looks, looks much cuter. He looks so much better now. Uh, those were top five power rankings because Luke's not going to transition us to the next segment, Sorry, which is dude. Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Let's do it. <laughs> what is going on with you today? Let's oh. do it. Oh, man. Um, our first Twitter questions, which are Twitter questions this week, sponsored by Anthem. Oh, Anthem Del- Brewing Company. That's why I was waiting. I was waiting for you to do that. Delicious beers. I want to drink them. You should drink them. Okay. What do you guys like? What do you like? What do you like? They're Arjuna. It's very good. Have you had it? Which one is that? It's their it's their darker beer. It's their wheat. I'm not. It's their wheat. Don't they? Oh, it's a wheat. It's, it's, definitely not a, it's definitely not a darker you beer. You think oh, Ouroboros? I'm, I'm thinking about Ouroboros. Gah! That's, yeah, I've that's, had that. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's the, my favorite. They're that's all so good. I, I'm not saying that's my favorite. And the beer, I'm saying that's my favorite beer. Oh, period. And Ouroboros is. Yeah. And I'm, oh, yeah. and I'm a beer drinker. I'm saying that's, that's my favorite fluid. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm drinking. Oh, man. You're getting ahead of yourself. You forgetting about milk. <laughs> I'm really glad that Anthem sponsors our podcast. It's a great partnership. Look out for some live podcasts with Anthem. It's going to be super great. They have a really awesome tap room and also they'll sponsor other shows. Hey, where's um, your tap room? Rest. It's downtown. It's like fourth. In Southwest between. fourth between Clawson and Western. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, got it. It's super cool. Also, cool. if you like to uh, listen to live music, go check them out tonight. Who's there? I don't know, but oh, okay. they got some music. Oh, band. I don't know. They, they always do live music on Friday. A live band. It's cool. It's great. All I right. do really like their golden one. <laughs> it's a great beer. It's good. It is good, Taylor. It's their staple. Please go to TQ's. All right. <laughs> Luke, and now refuses to transition Twitter today. questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Dat Dude Rob, who wants to know or who says that Grant's plus minus in the last two wins is promising. On D, he helped open the window for the WB takeover. Should he get DS's minutes? <laughs> you were thinking about the WB frog, weren't you? <laughs> the dubba 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 WB? I was. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. That guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy. Uh, it's been really interesting because they'll play Sabonis, they'll play everybody else, but then whenever things, whenever they're like really trying to win the game, they put Jeremy Grant at the four for the last three games. And I wonder if that's going to become a thing where maybe in the playoffs he will play those minutes in the second quarter. Or, yeah. Um, but he's he's been really solid. It's not like he's been his plus minus numbers is, have been really impressive, but like he hasn't like he didn't shoot the ball against the Magic. Right. So it's not like he's out there just like killing guys. But he fits really well as the four because he's so mobile. He can switch on to almost anybody. Uh, I think that they should play him more. I think if they really want to win a playoff round that he's got to play and Sabonis probably doesn't need to play at all. 
Um, not that Sabonis won't be a good player going forward. I think that he'll surpass Grant probably even next season. But for right now, what Jeremy Grant can provide, I think that he should be the backup for. Yeah, because Grant also gives you some rim protection. Yeah. Sabonis definitely doesn't. No, and that block that he had, um, I can't remember who was on, but it was in the Magic game, was a really pivotal defensive player because they were really struggling just to get stops. Whenever he came on the court, uh, he really helped that out. So, yeah, I think he should be. He should take over DS's minutes for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Cody, son of Steve, who says that the Warriors haven't lost since and because Clay Thompson signed a fan's toaster. What are some other good NBA superstitions? I think my favorite one ever is one of Karan Butler's. The straw chewing is really well known, but my favorite by far is that before each game, this is at the beginning of his career, when he got to the Zards, I said, you can't do this anymore. He would chug a liter of Mountain Dew (laughs) (laughs) before the game, and then at halftime, he would chug the second liter of a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew at halftime. Holy crap. I'm not. I love that one. What? Why? He was a young young boy. You remember the the Mountain Dew days back then, man? What are you? He used to drink like 14 <laughs> Dr. Peppers oh, a day. Whoa, well, man. How I, could anyone possibly do that? <laughs> Whoa, well, man. Yes, I used to drink <laughs> well, and, man. And True. A, a huge amount of Dr. Peppers. However, I wouldn't then immediately go and play a game of basketball. So what he's doing is actually better. That's actually very true. You would not do that. That is true. I haven't had a soda in, in 2017. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, clean living. <laughs> I remember when you were so excited <laughs> for Dr. Pepper 10. <laughs> uh, Dr. Pepper 10? You totally bought into the branding. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. DPT. Yeah, finally a drink for men. Um, <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. Finally. Oh. Because I was going from each Dr. Pepper, I think it's 150, maybe 200 calories. I yeah. think. Uh, but then going to 10 calories. I lost 15 pounds. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he did. Just from Dr. Pepper 10? Yeah. It's amazing. What's that uh, say about you? Good uh, things. It says good things. Jason Terry sleeps in the opposing team's shorts the night before a game. And he not he's not like going and like buying them off like store.nba.com. He's getting them from the other team. He like will like have a friend that plays for another team or like talk to the equipment manager and he'll get the shorts from the other team. That's, and that's what he does. Yeah, they have to be authentic game worn. <laughs> they do. And then Does he wear underwear? Mike Bibby. <laughs> that's that's gross. Well, Luke. I wonder. I that's know. A, thanks. <laughs> um, Mike Bibby clipped his fingernails on the bench. Oh, is the grossest, the most Mike Bibby thing ever. Oh, you ever step? Uh, I guess he used no to sit. Chewless. He used to sit there and just chew his fingernails during games, and then the team just gave, gave him some clippers. <laughs> I have a I have a it's question about gusting about fingernails. Wow. I'm a fingernail biter. Okay, you yeah. are. Yeah, and fing- so fingernails to me not that gross. Like I don't get uh, it's gross other people's fingernails, but I also have this habit of like kind of just dropping them wherever I am because I don't think about it. How gross is that? That's a, you're a menace to society. Gross. Have you ever stepped on a fingernail shoeless? It hurts. It does hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that's I've done gross. That. I saw a woman in Walmart freezer section clipping her nails. Oh, is okay. Is clipping in public more gross than someone biting their nails? Though? Yeah, because yeah. this is more. Yeah, you you can. It's a little more personal. Yeah. Right, right. 
clipping you is for the public. Clipping is weird. And there's the sound. That's the the part that bothers and me. And you brought the clippers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like hair. When hair is off of the body, yeah. it just becomes disgusting. But people love to touch other people's hair. That's true. You'll Tuss- ki- tussle it. You'll kiss people on the hair even sometimes. Yeah. I, well, I don't do that to other people very often. I don't have kids. When you have kids, you kiss kids on the hair all the time. Do it to girls at the I'm bars when you're getting that peak. <laughs> 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 all right. Not a lot of hair kissing for Any me. other uh, superstitions? Those three were the exact three that I wrote down. I mean, the uh, the like most famous one is the Michael Jordan one. Yeah. That he would wear his North Carolina shorts under his bull shorts. Mm-hmm. And the only part of that that I thought that was interesting <laughs> was that because he was wearing shorts under shorts, he had to wear longer bull shorts. And that's like what started the whole long shorts craze, huh. like in the late 80s and early yeah. 90s. Really? And that's like why people went away from short shorts, because he like made it cool. And then you get to the point where you have TJ Ford yeah. <laughs> wearing, down to wearing triple XL jerseys and shorts. <laughs> that was a ridiculous picture. I loved. I that. loved it. That uh, the Michael Jordan shorts also became a uh, a plot in Space Jam, where they had to sneak oh, back yeah. to his house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Money had to go get him. I can't play without my shorts. <laughs> All right, uh, and also it's a level in the video game. You have to sneak into Mike's room and steal his shorts. Without getting caught, it was it was very difficult. As Jason Terry, <laughs> I think your bugs, your bugs, all I right, your bugs. All right, next Twitter question comes from at I Teach, who wants to know if you had to wear a Thunder player's hair slash facial hair, excluding McBuckets, for a year, who would you pick? Why did he exclude McBuckets and not Nick Carlson? Well. I don't know. I mean, like that would be the clear choice because it's just like a hair upgrade. Yeah. yeah. And no facial hair. Because if I'm not getting these guys' muscles too, I'm going to look like an idiot no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> like at first, I, That's true. At first I was like, I want to look like Steven Adams. And then I was like thinking about my body with like a long <laughs> ponytail. <laughs> it looked terrible. Uh, I would probably pick Steven Adams if I couldn't pick either of those two though. You, you wouldn't pull it off. You'd still look terrible, but you'd look like It'd be more believable on you than I think you'd have to change this into a a would you rather question instead of because like there like you could choose Domas and you'd look very normal right yeah yeah Yeah. you'd have to choose between Kyle Singler and Steven Adams what style would you choose I could well here's the question would I have the hair color of Kyle Singler yes yes because then I'm going Steven Adams. If I had okay. just, like slicked black blonde hair, okay, okay. it would not look good. Okay, your you get to keep your hair color for either one. I have I'd probably go singular. <laughs> well, that tells us a lot. Well, it's just be it's just because it looks <laughs> it would look more formal. Oh, it would. Yeah, and I would yeah. have to look better. You in could be court. you could be a lawyer and yeah. have that haircut. Yeah, if you came to court <laughs> with you, you look like uh, hobo lawyer. Yes, you look like unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yes, you would. Yeah, <laughs> you'd only be able to do like pot law. Yeah, <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> I think that honestly, I think Luke's right. You kind of have to go, Kyle. I I think you'd just scare a lot of people looking like Stephen Adams walking around. It's not the the beard is very acceptable to have like a long longer beard, but the hair it's just so, it's just so much hair. But you could do it up into a man bun. You could. Oh, maybe. Guys, 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 that's guys. okay in Portland. The man bun hadn't really made its way to OKC yet. <laughs> yeah, it's made its way, but it it's has, not but a it's good just way not a, that it's made. Right, it's not good. Uh, I'm picking Jeremy Grant. 
We're taking their everything, right? Next For a whole question. year. <laughs> I wanted a, a Brenus just because I can't grow a full beard and he yeah. can like grow too much of a beard. <laughs> it's like too much of a beard in some places and no beard in another place. Though. But I needed the beard where he has it. The right angle? <laughs> The perfect. No, but you don't. Do you get to keep your other facial hair? No. Oh, it's not just supplanted on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like double it's hair. added to. <laughs> I think if Joffrey was still on the team, that Joffrey would be a good look. God, I don't even remember what he looks like. He's got some good hair, and he's got oh, the beard. He's got the, I don't like his beard. He does. His beard is too long. Yeah, it's too wispy, wiry, wispy. <laughs> it's like a cow udder. They have wispy hair. Oh, the calendars. Next question, please. <laughs> oh, right. Ew. Uh, next Twitter question <laughs> comes from at Jim underscore Thomas, who wants to know, do you think Taj playing some center is a good idea? And then what's the next and one? He said, then he corrected said, because at first it said, do you think? Do he corrected it, and we respect the correction. <laughs> I read it like this. Do you do you think Taj playing some center is a good idea? Do you? Do you? Do you? <laughs> you? Tell us. Uh, I guess it really just is situ. It's situational. So are if they're playing a team like the Warriors, I think that it makes some sense to have him as the center because I think that he can he can at least match Draymond's intensity, and he can move probably about as quick as he does. So I think that that makes some sense. Um, but overall, I just, I don't know. I think that Steven Adams still needs to be out there, even though he hasn't been as good as of late. I think like in the playoffs, I just think that it's really important to have your the best talent out there. And I think Adams is still a better talent than uh, Gibson. But I do think that it's, I think in spots, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm for any experiment that involves any of the good players on the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, everyone talks about Billy D's experimentation, but, like, when he's throwing out, like, Samaj, like, that's not an experiment. Like, we know what's going to happen. He had Samaj and Norse Cole and Russell Westbrook on the court together yeah, for, like, that's not 40 seconds. It was like, how could you possibly think that's a good idea? That's a suicide note. Yeah. It was. It was awful. <laughs> I was so mad about that. <sighs> All but, right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It is from Jay Stiegelmeyer, who wants to know, if Russ doesn't win the MVP, would it solidify him as the people's champ forever, even in opposing arenas? I think so. Yeah, I think that the whole league, if you're not a Warriors fan, most of the league is pretty anti-Warriors because they're so good. Um, And Russell Westbrook... It's like the most anti-Warriors thing that there is, especially like the way that he, not not that the Thunder have beaten the Warriors, but the way that he has, you know, played against them and won't really give KD the time of day and stuff like that. I think people really like that kind of stuff. And then also just the way that he just takes over games. I think people really gravitate towards that. Obviously, I mean, uh, Orlando was seemed like it was OKC the other night. Brooklyn was chanting for him and like cheered when he got his triple double, like that's a really big deal. And I do think that he is like the current people's champ and people come to see him. Like if you're, if you have a bad franchise, people are just coming to see the Russell Westbrook show. There was even a sign that said, I came to see the Russell Westbrook show. I think he's the current people's champ. I think he's the MVP and the people's champ. It's the same thing as it was for Allen Iverson and for Kobe Bryant. They're like, they're all in the same kind of vein or the same category. Pre Denver Kobe. 
pre-Denver Kobe. Oh. Oh. Pre-Denver yeah. Kobe. After, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I see the parallel with Iverson a lot more because, like, they were always the underdog. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, Kobe and Shaq were, like, who the popular fans gravitated towards, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they were always, they're, they're, they were, like, the warriors of their day. Yeah. And that they, like, dominated the league. And Iverson was always the one where, like, you never thought he was actually going to win a championship, but he was just so cool, and what he did went so far beyond basketball. Right. And, like, I was an Iverson fan when I was little, specifically because, like, as a white kid in suburban Oklahoma, it, like, made me feel cool to be an Iverson (laughs) fan. To like Iverson. Yeah, Yeah. because I felt like I was, like, rebelling as, like, a 10-year-old, like, against my grandmother (laughs) because I liked Iverson so much. And every time she'd say, she'd say some, like, racially insensitive thing. And and so, like, for me, like, Iverson was, like, this badge of honor I could wear. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm for this guy, and I'm rooting for him. And I feel the same way about Russell now, where he's, like, this underdog, and, like, the national media will, like, try to, you know, bring them down and everything and they're they're like they're very similar uh, yeah. I- iverson and russ and they've they've kind of like gone about it in different ways like russ is now in high fashion and all right. this stuff you know but they're both they both kind of push the limits in that area still too in different ways and yeah. their and their their attitude and how they approach the press and, and media and stuff it's all it, they're very similar yeah but there's also distinct differences between the two, like personality-wise. Right, right. they are different people. I dare you to name one. Challenge you to Westbrook is like very much like more of like a family-oriented guy, and d- is not like out partying and like doing all this crazy stuff. Whereas Allen Iverson was much, much different. I don't. Th- I also don't think you would ever, ever, ever have Russell Westbrook do the practice rant. Which which is like made Iverson. I mean, that's one of the things that he's most famous for. Yeah, was that, and you would never ever hear that from Russ. No, but he does it in different ways. Like he does it like in snarky ways towards other players, right? Like about the the Steph thing, or if someone, or like sure, I, I think the way he looks at press and says, "You serious, bro?" and stuff like that. They you both know? like they both are carrying their teams. Yes, right? like. A majority of what they're doing is is helping the team too. And when Iverson was in his prime, he was that. I think that Russ can probably evolve into a player that can play well into his thirties, where Iverson was who uh, he was going to yeah. be, and he was that guy. Even whenever he was on the Memphis Grizzlies for like three days, he thought that he was going to come on that team and be Allen Iverson, and he had to he had to leave the league because he couldn't adapt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't see Russ being quite like that, but still good. All right. <laughs> Helps that he's bigger. Yep. Let's move on Ooh. to our next Twitter question. Oh. <laughs> it comes from Matt. <clears throat> Jamie Don wheat, who wants to know which player non Westbrook. Do you want to see significantly more minutes from in the playoffs? I think Todd Gibson needs to play more. He's averaging 21.9 minutes at the Thunder. Mm. He needs to play 30 minutes in the playoffs. He's one of their best players. Where would you rank him as far as like the best players on the team? I think I might have him fifth or sixth. I have him fifth. Russ, Vic, and Adams, Steve. And then Robertson, Cantor, Gibson, like in some kind of order, right? Mm, yeah, I'd put him ahead of those guys. Yeah. So fifth plus or fourth Five. best player. Yeah. Fourth, fifth, fourth, fourth, fourth. Russ, Victor, Steve, Ennis, Taj. Or are yeah. you putting Taj ahead of Ennis? I think you can 
I think the argument for Taj over Ennis is that he can play against everybody yes. yeah. at any time. Yeah. He can play more minutes. Yes. Theoretically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there will be if it just depends on who they draw. So if they like play the Jazz, then I think Cantor can play a lot. If they play the Rockets, they he is not gonna be able to play as much. Mm-hmm. If somehow they draw the Clippers, I think that Cantor can play a lot against them. Um yeah, Houston we probably see a lot more Grant too. Yeah, I think Grant yeah, I think it's situational, but I think overall, I think Todd Gibson deserves a lot more minutes. And clearly Russ needs to play more than his thirty four point eight. We have the guar- the guaranteed <laughs> Russ. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh uh, my god, let's move on to our next Twitter question. You have the guaranteed rest in between games. I think Russ should play thirty eight minutes a game. <laughs> and I think that you just don't play one of the backup point guards, although I think they will play. I just don't understand why they would. Sorry, I agree. sorry about that, everyone. My pet duck walked in. <laughs> Quacking. <laughs> Be quiet. Maurice. All right, next, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes the from Mallard? Michael C. Gilliam. Who wants to know if the league was filled with unrestricted free agents this offseason, what lineup would you build around Russ? I think he needs more shooting around him, right? So, I mean, I don't really know how to... I guess I don't re- know exactly how to tackle this question. I, I tried to pick a starting five where none of the other players were all-stars. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And one of them was not good. Or, like, not thought of as that good. they were okay. Yeah. Okay. Who so I went with Russ... Avery Bradley, Robert Covington, James Johnson, and Stephen Adams. Okay, I was, I was trying to I pick like, like a realistic one where there's no one like super good. That's almost too realistic. I feel like because <laughs> I feel like that team is really not that much better than this current Thunder team. But all those dudes shoot. They all shoot. Yeah, they yeah. all defend. Yeah, no, James Johnson's got some passing ability. They'd mm-hmm. be good. <laughs> James Johnson's actually been good. I know. He has been good. <laughs> He's shooting like 38% from three, which was shocking. Yeah. And he's a crazy athlete. And he can pass the ball. He can handle a little bit. Yeah. Was it on the low post that you're talking about? James Johnson said he lost 20, yeah. 20 pounds yeah. or 30 pounds or something. You guys listen to the last low post where you're just like sitting there waiting for basketball conversation to happen. Which one? Rachel Nichols. Dude, I've I just been thinking about this. I, I hope you go where I want you to go. I feel like when... It, not just him, but when they have female sportscasters on podcasts, they never talk about sports. It's weird, and like yeah. I, I think that, like it bothers me because like there's like really smart women who Rachel Nichols knows a lot about the NBA, yeah, and they never it like takes them so long, or they're always talking like even with like uh, Ramona Shelburne, like it takes so long, yeah, for them to like get into like actual sports. Like why? It feels like it's a courtesy to like I talk about other things with them. Yeah. Whenever it's like, I would really like to know what Ramona Shelburne right knows about the Lakers and the NBA or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that I, I was very disappointed in that podcast because you just w- I waited an hour what to hear they, NBA talk and they didn't do it. What did they talk about before though? Talk Clothes, about- fashion, <laughs> <laughs> just stuff. I don't know. They just. They just, I don't know. It was because I saw his preview for it and like what they talked about. And I was like, what? there's like none of this is like, <laughs> NBA. Or, yeah. <laughs> and like people who listen to the low post, they don't want to hear anything else other yeah. than Zach Lowe talking about basketball. Yeah, I know. And I'm like more than willing to like listen yeah. to Rachel Nichols. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the question. <laughs> I think, I think Adams does fit really well as like a center next to Russ because he is good on both ends. Uh, I'd love to see a guy like Danilo Gallinari play with Russ um, just as a, as a shooter, as a guy that can score on his own a little bit too. 
I think that this Thunder team really lacks guys that can get their own shot. And I think that that would help Russ out a lot. I think it obviously wouldn't help in his triple-double chases, but I think that he just needs somebody else um, that can create their own shot and get to the free-throw line, which is something that Gallo can do really well. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I mean, this it, is it's kind of hard to – build a team i don't i don't know what other unrestricted free agents i think obviously a guy like bradley beal would fit fit next to russ really well because he's another guy that can spot up and create his own shot so that's like if you're looking for like your next top tier guy i think brad beal would be perfect Mm -hmm. um and he also has some pretty decent size as well so i really like him um and you you do want to stretch type four so i think james johnson makes sense i also think patrick patterson makes a lot of sense and that was a guy that the thunder actually could have traded for in the offseason they could have had oh Danilo's your three Did, yeah i thought you would play him at four the thunder loved to play big man if the thunder got gallinari that he would play he <laughs> would play two. he yeah. would yeah <laughs> he would play up um and i like that avery bradley pick because avery bradley's really good mm-hmm. he's also really he's small but he can obviously defend twos yeah. um but he's underrated. He is. He's a good offensive player. Would as you well. rather have him or Vic? Avery Bradley. I know. Bradley's really good. Would you rather have... Also, C- J- J.J. Redick would also be a guy that I think you could fit in contractually yeah. and bring next to Russ as a two-guard. So, like, anybody that can shoot, which has really been why Vic has been so good and so effective, is because he has hit 38% of his threes. And I was talking to Fred Katz last night, and he and if you take away the stretch where Vic had his hurt wrist, he's shooting well over forty percent for mm-hmm. the season. So if you just take away like that time of like injury, I think that he'd be perfect. And then at the three, uh, Chris Middleton's a guy that people always talk about. Like, how can the Thunder get Chris Middleton? Yeah, uh, the dude is he's really good. He would be really nice as a three uh, next to Russ, um, and like. Chris Middleton's not like an all-star and I think that he would be perfect. So like a Russ Reddick, um, Middleton, Middleton, Patrick Patterson type of team where you're like, they're super gritty and they can all hit shots kind of in the the same mold that Alex did. I think that that's, that's the way that you build a team around Russ is that you have these gritty players that don't necessarily need the ball, but maybe can create a little bit, um, but are also great spot up shooters. Guys, you know, the Warriors have four, all NBA players on their teams, right? You could have done. Right. <laughs> hey, come on. Like, I feel real. like you're selling Russ's team short a little bit. We're, going, We're trying mean, to be realistic. It's I know, realistic. but that is realistic. The Warriors are a real team. Yeah. You can uh, do it. Yeah. All t- okay, fine. Russ, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back in the time Patrick machine. Patrick Ewing. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Kobe Wan Ginobili who wants us to match Thunder players to their Harry Potter spirit characters. He will start Adams equals Hagrid. I've never seen Harry Potter. I've never read That's, a Harry Potter. I don't understand this. You're so What's weird. What's a Hagrid? You, you don't have to be so vocal about, about this, Luke. Russell Westbrook is Dobby. He's Dobby. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> I think Collison is clearly Dumbledore. Oh, so Dumbledore. See, we can't even do this segment because Luke is going to just do this the whole time. Dumbledore. Oh, he's, Dumbl- he's Dumbledore-ish. I'll give you that. I think that Russ is obviously Harry Potter, right? Yeah. He's your leader. He's right. fearless. He's uh, willing to do anything to win. Vic is Hermione Granger. Don't even tell me he's Ron. It's not wrong. He's, he's a smart guy. He's a sidekick. 
He's always willing to help. Oh, was expelled. Oh yeah, a little, a little, little. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Cantor's Dobby. Cantor's for sure Dobby because he loves Russell Westbrook, who is Harry Potter. Yes, exactly. Guys, guys, you would like Harry Potter if you read it. Just get out of here. With no, that. did you not I read Harry it Potter. I, I brought. I, yeah, I have a couple. Get out of here with your toots. I have a couple. Um, and your toots. I think Taj Gibson is uh, Jenny Weasley. Why is that? She always loved Russell Westbrook from afar, and mm. now they've been brought together. Mm. Is Steven Adams Ron? Ron? Um, who did I have? I had Andre Robertson as Ron, as Ron because I he's always defending Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He's defending him. He's the defender. Defending. Defender. Yeah. I, I, I have see. a couple that I thought of. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I'm just a huge Harry Potter fan, so I was very excited about this question. <laughs> I feel like that means Love no. all the books. So first... Uh, <laughs> I have Russ as Sauron, the eye <laughs> from Harry Potter. Great. Uh, Victor is Arya Stark from uh-huh. Harry Potter. Um, Andre Robertson is the wardrobe from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe <laughs> from Harry Potter. You guys are missing <laughs> out. And then Taj is Jar Jar. <laughs> See, I'm with you. No I was way. I was wow. on the same page as you a that few years ago. So but Harry fun. Potter is actually good. I think that Doug McDermott's Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, did you do I the whole team? <laughs> yes, <laughs> because yes. he was the defense of the dark arts teacher, but he really could not defend the dark arts. True. Doug McDermott can't defend. Oh my god! He cannot. If you like, stop. Like, yeah. Luke is like, he has a whole shelf right here. The, the, I what know. this phone Don't is sitting on is probably thousands of dollars worth of comic books yeah, man. and Luke beautiful, acts like beautiful. oh it's so dorky it's not dorky I just don't know anything about it it's man. great and anyways it's, and it's for nerds <laughs> yeah <laughs> says okay. the guy I'm says going, the guy whose power went out and had to use his Nintendo switch to get around his <laughs> house go to the bathroom to get, hey, man, okay last one so last one Samaj is Neville Longbottom <laughs> dude well, I was gonna say I agree uh, with that I was gonna say Jeremy Grant's Neville Longbottom because He's not very good most of the time, but then every now and then he has a highlight play. That's true. Neville comes through when you need him to. Who's Singler? He does. Oh, oh God. Who is Singler? Oh, Malfoy. Malfoy. Yeah. He's Wrong. easily Malfoy. Wrong. He's always bad. Wrong. Always He's sucks. Wrong. He's Voldemort. Yeah. He should not be named. No, no, no. Because Malfoy, <laughs> Malfoy is evil, but also not great. Voldemort's evil uh, he, and Now great. he stars on The Flash, so the KG TV show. Voldemort. Does he? Yeah. You watch it? It's great. No. He's great. I love it. Is there a new season? Yeah, man. Season three. You guys oh, are nerds for watching Harry Potter. Oh, he's in The Flash. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <You, five laughs> dorks. Uh, well, if this were a Flash comparison question, I could talk all day. Uh, the Flash it. is good. It is great. Um, Cisco, the best. Okay, let's move on uh, to our next. See, that tells me a lot about you. That Cisco? Yep, that Cisco. Nope, different Cisco. Yep. Our next Twitter question comes from Day J Tizzle three five. <laughs> J, I know J Tizzle three five. I apologize, J Tizzle three five. He wants to know what happened to Victor Oladipo. Dude was on fire for a few weeks and then practically disappeared since the Warriors game. Uh, he's a streaky shooter. Who he is, who he's always been. It's true. He's always been streaky. He's never, he's never put together a, a consistent shooting season. So, so I, you're saying if they had to compare to the characters from old school, he'd be Frank the Tank. Let's go streaking. Remember? 
<laughs> wow. Whoa. Um, yeah. He's a, he's a streaky shooter. That's right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just, that's Vic. He's going to be like that. Hopefully he is shooting well when the playoffs start. But do you think Jay Tizzle put a 35 in his handle because of KD and now regrets it? Ooh. Yes. How much regret do you have, Jay Tizzle? That would be rough. Let's see if he'll change it. Change it. Yeah, change hey, it. Change At Jay Tizzle? 6'9. <laughs> great good uh <laughs> same general field but different uh why not zero uh, uh why not six nine okay <laughs> all right all right let's move on to our say what stat of the week <laughs> the say what stat of the week is taylor has a game for us oh, yeah Okay, this game is called, please refer to me as, and this is, um, you know, basketball reference always has like stupid nicknames that no one's ever heard of before. Yeah. So these are some of those nicknames and you have to tell me who the player is. You'll get three options. Each question is worth a different amount of points. If we get it without the options, do we get bonus? Yeah. (laughs) You get, you get sub bonus. Thunder. Okay. Please refer to me as first one. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Please refer to me as Black President. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Okay. Have so no, bonus round over. These are the options: Gilbert Arenas, Robert Ori, or Timothy Mozgov. Gilbert Arenas. Okay. What else you got? Robert Ori. Okay. Mozgov. Okay. It is Gilly Arenas. How many nicknames did he have on basketball? It's probably like uh, he had like five. Yeah. Yeah. He had like five. Okay. Please refer to me as Dirty. Uh, let me hear the uh, people. Okay. Bonus over. Charles Barkley, Scotty Pippen, or Dirk Nowitzki? Scotty Pippen? I go Charles okay. Barkley. Okay. Scotty. It's Dirk. Dirty Dirk. Oh. All right. Please Dirty. refer to me as Murdoch. <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. Mur? Murdoch. Mur- oh, okay. Murdoch. Murdoch. Muggsy Bogues, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, or Antonio Daniels? Oh, that's Kareem. Okay. Just go Antonio Daniels. Okay. Kareem. Yeah, it's Kareem. He sounded so sure. Like, why would you say Kareem? <laughs> I had to. Oh, What's his name from the airplane? Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't know what that was. Okay. Please refer to me as the little emperor. Anyone? <laughs> okay. Options. Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, or LeBron James? <laughs> there are two Isaiah Thomases. Which one? If it uh, is one of them. I'll right. go Detroit, Isaiah. Okay. I'll go Celtics, Isaiah. Okay. I'll go LeBron James. Just it is LeBron James. What? The little emperor? <laughs> the little emperor, LeBron James. Man. What's up with that? That's weird. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Luke is winning. Okay. Please refer to me as pizza guy. Mm. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, or LeBron James? Isaiah, uh, Boston, Isaiah Thomas. Boston, okay. Isaiah. Detroit, Isaiah. It's Boston, Isaiah. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that one before. Uh, okay, please refer to me as Special K. Is it Kyle Corver, Carl Anthony Towns, or Carl Malone? Carl <sighs> Anthony Towns. That sounds like a nickname lame enough for Carl Malone, so I'll <laughs> go with Carl Malone. I'll go Corver. It's Carl Anthony Towns. Special K? Special I K. I think I've heard that one Ugh. before. Isn't that weird? That's terrible. terrible. All right, he's Big Cat. Here it is, the last one. 
and this is worth a thousand <laughs> ruples. Ooh, Please wow. refer to me as the beard. Is it Baron Davis or James Harden? I feel like this is a trick question. I do. <laughs> or is it a reverse it, trick or question? Or can it be both? I don't know. Can it be neither? Oh. I pick oh Harden. <clears throat> I'll do Baron Davis. Oh boy. Michael <laughs> BD. Should have gone both. They're both the beard. <laughs> On the thing. Uh James Harden also has El Chapo. What's that? That's the He's the cook. El Chapo. Oh, the cook. El I didn't Chapo. know what El Chapo was. Oh. Okay, who won that? I think Luke did. I think Luke did. I'm going to give it to me. Congratulations, Luke. You get a, f- a, a year-long supply of nuggies. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, man. El Chapo. <laughs> Do we have to say what stats? Stay what side of the week? I've given so many stats. I have I've one. All, I've got all the stats. It's not a stat, really, but I was just looking at uh, preseason odds for like all the different awards just to try to remember mm. what they were like. <laughs> I remember. Uh, do, who, who do you guys think was the number one oh, selection shoot. for Rookie of the Year? Embiid? Ben Simmons? Ben oh. Simmons, Embiid. I don't know. Um, of course. Uh, it was Chris Dunn. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was really? the number people, one pick for Rookie of the Year. People were high on Chris Dunn. And Buddy Heald was two. Yeah. That's weird. I just didn't remember how high everyone was on Chris Dunn. <laughs> That's so weird. People thought he was going to be good. Yeah. He I was think good mostly in because summer league. Of, mostly because of his age. Everybody thought, oh, well, he yeah. can come in and contribute right now. But he's apparently... Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Spooky Chris Dunn. Yeesh. <laughs> I wish you had more of those from the start of the season. Was that your only one? That was actually the only thing that was interesting. The rest of them were pretty like, normal. Forward, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who was MVP? Who was everyone's MVP choice? Uh, it was Steph, LeBron, and then Westbrook was third. Really? Yeah. Westbrook That's was cool. like high in the MVP odds at the beginning of the season, too. <laughs> Which they were right. They, hey, they turns were. out they were correct. Guys, I got a question for you. Mm. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. I'm miffed. Okay. Last weekend, I left my credit card at a bar. <gasps> so yesterday, I went back to go retrieve my credit card. Almost a week later? I work in Stillwater, man. I haven't been back. What have you been using to buy? Uh, my other credit card? Oh. I got two, man, for situations just like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I so I'm I've called them at night. They don't answer. I just think, well, there's just a bar. Probably too many people having fun on a Tuesday night. So I go back to like I plan my whole evening around tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, going to this bar. Get there. It's eight on their Facebook page. It says they open at eight. Get there at 8.20. Doors locked. Bar not open. <laughs> so I go next door to another bar that I'm not, that I have never frequented before. It's called Coyote Ugly. <laughs> and I ask the bartender there, I say, and uh, Thursday night at 8.20, not a lot of people, Coyote Ugly. I don't know why. Great establishment. <laughs> so I asked the bartender, I say, <laughs> Check it what's out. the, what is next door? When do they open? And she's like, I think nine. And I'm like, great. I'll wait. 
Ooh, the coyote ugly. Uh huh. So I'm waiting. And I get on their Facebook and I message them and I say, the bar one time, like, where? And they're like, ooh, we're only open on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I've been at the bar now for 30 minutes. It's 10 minutes till nine. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> so you got to go tonight? I got to go tonight. They open at eight. <laughs> you going to stop by the Coyote Ugly? Say hello to your new For friends. old times? Probably not. But I got to go. And so it's, but they have it. They know I'm coming. So you mm. never tabbed out? <clears throat> no. Because <laughs> no. a lot of the bars, when they give you your card back, yeah. you just ta- they just tab out yeah. uh, for, you. for you. Yeah. And so, but this one, they kept the card, and I forget sometimes I keep the card. Uh, I have a little myth and a big myth. Yeah. Mm. Little myth is, uh, do you see Bill Simmons this morning? Yes. Tweeted out. Uh, preview of my Friday pod, and it's him and KD again. Again, round yes. two. Yeah. Having Bill. Bill Simmons is trying to look really cool in this photo too. If yes. you haven't seen it, he is doing his best to look cool, and it comes off as really kind of weird and creepy. And then my big myth is a. Uh, it's not really a myth, but I forgot to tell you guys this last time I was on the pod. I think I've told Luke, but I was flying through Houston Airport. Yeah. And I had to go to the bathroom, so I went and walked in the bathroom, turned the corner. There's a row of urinals, and there's some guys, mm-hmm. you know, spread, and, and they're, they're right. going to the bathroom. The guy in the direct center urinal has his pants and underwear at his ankles, mm-hmm. so that when I walk in, there's just this big white butt <laughs> just out for everyone to see, and he's peeing in the urinal wow. in the middle of the airport. And granted, this guy was a very large man. And I understand that it's harder to be a, a large adult in America and do things like <laughs> like skinny people. But there's no reason why this guy couldn't have gone to a stall yeah, yeah. and gone to the bathroom. Do you think that he just stood there and he had his pants like partially he pulled down them. and then he just dropped them and was just like, ah, oh, screw yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, really? I, yeah. I'm yeah. just letting you know. Airports, man, I, I, I'm giving him a pass on this one. Yeah. He could have had a terrible day. And it was just like... Down to the floor. I don't. I don't care. The minute what you walk he, into an airport, most etiquette can it just goes out. Yeah. The problem is that I'm. am t- telling you, like the size of this man, he couldn't have done it without his pants being down. Oh, thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>